Welcome to What Would Anni Say podcast, where three Annis share the challenges, joys, and everything in between growing up as Korean females in Canada with the hope to connect and empower the next generation of Korean Canadian female leaders. Hosted by TK, Yuna Lee, and Deli Hong. So welcome to episode 14 of What Would Anni Say? This is our last episode of the year and we're super excited to record this one. And we just want to use this episode to reflect on what a year it has been and what our vision is for 2022. So on that note, uh, looking back on our year, Yuna, which episode did you like most and why? Ooh, um, I would have to say my favorite episode was... Um, like one of the later episodes that we did episode 11 and 12 and so we talked about the beauty standards and the beauty paradox in those episodes and they were kind of like um, related topics kind of going through the two episodes Um, and it was definitely one of the topics that I feel pretty passionate about as a woman and as like an Asian immigrant and um, I feel like it's one of the topics that are not maybe like openly talked about um enough so i thought it was really meaningful to talk about it and it was also really healing just the process of sharing it yeah because i think there's a lot of shame and guilt and a lot of expectations like associated with that topic so i think it was just really good to get it out of my system and like have people listening to it that you know um have you guys listened to it in a really compassionate manner? Like it felt like I was being held. Um, So I think that was one episode that was my favorite. (laughs) So thank you very much for that episode. Um, I definitely felt such a strong connection with the unease, like on that episode. And the other thing was like, in terms of like our technical skills and like the way we tell our stories and the way we kind of like, you know, like bounce ideas back. On, on the podcast, um, it felt like to me a big sort of a, um, like a growth in the way how natural we are, like how um, our stories flow and the way like we share is, um, is like very, you know, like it's, it's kind of more seasoned. And that's the feeling that I got um, after listening to the episode. So yeah, what about, um, how about you, TK? Yeah, I also agree, like, when we were sharing our stories of, like, how we try to fit into, like, the Western culture beauty standards, it was funny, but sad at the same time, being like, oh my gosh, like, we actually went through that in different ways, but, like, together. Um, So, I yeah, I, I definitely thought this was an interesting episode. Um, Yeah, like, when we decided to talk about this, I had a chance to, like, actually re-listen to, like, our podcast episodes just to be, like, okay, which one was actually my favorite? Because, like, I feel like each episode, like, we put, like, our heart and soul into it. So I was, like, which content, like, really, like, resonated with me? Um, And then I, I think there were two. So the first episode that I really liked talking about was episode three, like, Living in Integration. Um, I felt like it was a, an episode that was like also heavy, but very like inspiring at the same time. Like 
not only am I like sharing my story of growing up as a Korean Canadian immigrant, but also like listening to you guys' stories about how different but similar it was. Um, and also just kind of the feeling of relief that like I have like friends that I can like talk about and actually have an outlet to talk about with. Um, and then the other episode I really liked was episode eight, um, which was the different types of imposter syndrome. So like even at work, and like through, you know, like um, articles and stuff, like I read about imposter syndrome. Um, but I think this episode was where we kind of like formalized what it was. And then we also kind of talked about like different types. So, you know, like how we did the quiz and then we found out like Ellie's a perfectionist. And I think you and I, you're the genius or the soloist. Um, and then I was kind of like the super human so just kind of formalizing that and actually like putting a label on it really helped me to like embrace that and then also kind of bring it more up to the surface so um now like some of the actions or thoughts that I have like I kind of take a step back like really quickly being like okay yeah like I'm going through like this imposter syndrome right now like this is like what I need to do and just even like observing people, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like I can tell or like sense like what kind of imposter syndrome they might have by like how they act. So I'm like, okay, so I think this person might be a perfectionist. So like having kind of that educational like background a little bit based on like what we talked about was super helpful. So um, yeah, I really kind of like that episode. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like that episode just really uh, allowed you to like basically categorize you know in your mind like how you might be thinking about like certain processes or certain aspects of like your work or what you might be doing um and it was such like a learning experience for me too because I didn't realize there were different types of imposter syndromes before we even did that podcast I just thought you had imposter syndrome but it makes sense there's like nuances to everything and I think that episode just allowed us to delve in a lot deeper and I think get like a deeper sense of understanding and I think what you're saying TK like when you have that understanding it changes your perception of the world and how you how, how you might maybe perceive a situation or perceive someone's behavior in a given context yeah it's like when I'm doing something and you know like how mine was like superhuman so like I try to juggle everything and do like a hundred percent and then if I drop the ball like I feel like I'm a failure so like when those things happen when I'm like really busy or like I, I just can't do everything um, I kind of recognize that now and just being like okay like it's fine like I just gotta embrace like I gave like 100% effort. It just didn't work out the way like I wanted it to be. Um, so yeah, like I really like that episode. My two favorite episodes were definitely episode three, similar to UTK, like living in integration. I really liked that episode because I found that that episode, more than a lot of episodes, was very validating for me. It felt like a lot of the experiences that I felt were very much like no, no one could have gone through this, like what I thought in my head. Um, and then actually verbalizing it and hearing your stories and realizing, wow, there is actually a lot of common threads. And I feel like that just helped me actually even integrate in that podcast my experiences and also kind of understand it in that cultural um 
kind of framework that I never really considered. Like it's kind of like you you know it affects you, but it's only when you sit down and actually share those stories that you actually in that process of storytelling you actually integrate. And I feel like that's what this whole podcast experience has almost been in a way. It's like kind of this whole process of integration where you're taking all these like somewhat separate stories and you're trying to make meaning and like making a story out of it. And I feel like that for me, that episode really embodies what this whole process of this podcast has been like for me and starting with that episode. So I just uh, recall that episode and I just feel like, you know, it's just, it's so great to be able to share that with you girls and to be able to do it in a space that felt really comfortable and I felt like I could be really open and and share in a very vulnerable way. Um, So I really, that episode stands out. Um, And then I think for me, I really liked the episode we did on love languages just because um, for me, this was something that I found was really like impactful um, and something that I wish I knew like earlier (laughs) and would have uh, saved me a lot of like heartache in relationships if I feel like I understood this concept so I just love talking about um, yeah like love languages and just realizing that the way you might give love or the way you might receive it is not the way someone else might and it was the start of me understanding oh like not everyone like thinks like me or perceive things like me Um, and uh, I just felt like that's an episode that I feel like would have uh, provided a lot of value to our listeners and an episode that I feel like I wish I had learned from like a mentor when I was when I, when I was younger. So yeah, those episodes uh, stand out to me. Um, yeah, and as a side note, like episode 10 was our most listened to and downloaded episode of all times, actually. Ooh. So oh, you're right on. <laughs> yeah. Were they, were they all like... Were they all just like important people in our lives? So we just kind of told them episode 10, we're talking about love languages. So they're just like, oh, we got to take note, download. <laughs> well, we can't rule that out, um, but we won't really know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you really think about it, like in terms of mentorship, like there is a lot of emphasis in our current culture on like career mentorship or like other aspects of mentorships, but there's not a lot on like love mentorship. <laughs> Um, so I feel like it's an aspect um, that is not like as heavily focused in the mentorship lens, but I feel like mm. it actually is very profound to actually get mentorship because a lot of us are not trained on how to like properly communicate love and how to properly receive it in the way that we want to receive it, especially in Korean culture, because we're we're taught to like almost like read between the lines and we're not always taught to like communicate love in a way that's maybe as verbiose as Western culture. It's a lot more like, oh, we'll we'll show it through our actions or, um, you know, there's so many different like nuances to that. And I think- um, Like service. Exactly. And I think that's just compounded by, again, what you see in media of like what you think love affection should be shown. And there's just a lot of confusion, I think. So I think it was just a a lot. It's something that I feel like, you know, um, is a subject that- I would have appreciated growing up receiving a lot more mentorship from because I felt very lost in that in that subject of love and communicating love yeah and like I felt very similar but also I got a feedback from a close friend of mine um and it's interesting because like she's actually in a very different like generation um than we are but she gave me the feedback that it was very useful to like hear us talk about it and then like she used like some aspects of that in her own like marriage 
um, oh, wow. to maybe like bridge the gap and communicate better. And like she had this um, experience. So I thought that was really amazing. And I was really grateful that she shared that with me. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I couldn't have imagined like, you know, having having that um, effect or like, you know, or, or like you or like you wish for it to have that effect, but like you don't when you actually hear about it, like it's really heartwarming. So yeah. yeah I and thought I, I would the, share that. And I think that's the beauty of podcasting. I feel like you put out content out there, but you have no idea on how it's gonna impact people or how they might take that, you know, story or resource that you shared. Um, and it's really cool just to see like the ripple effects. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of mentors, kind of like switching gears on um, like an episode that I had like a little bit more of a difficulty talking about um, was our episode five, like on these mentors. So this was, I think, where we talked about career mentors, personal mentorship, uh, where do we find our mentors? Uh, what kind of lessons do we learn? And it, I think it was really challenging because when I took a step back to like reflect on all of my like informal and formal mentors in my life, um, I kind of had this sense like, oh, like I didn't try hard enough to find a mentor. Um because I feel like some people have mentors where it has been a very long-term experience and relationship that if somebody were to ask them, like, who is your mentor? They can just say, oh, my mentor is this person. Um, I've known this person for six years. And like, you know, we really established this great relationship, blah, blah, blah. But then I never really held, like, I never really had a mentorship like that. So it kind of made me feel like bad almost being like, oh, like I never had a mentor like that, but also kind of like found peace at the same time with myself that you guys also had informal and formal mentors from like different avenues. Like it wasn't just like that one person with like a long-term like mentorship relationship. So um, it was kind of relieving and also like encouraging to be like, okay, like I'm not alone in feeling really bad about like not having a mentor um, that I had for a really long time. So that one was a bit of a hard one, like even to contribute to be like, oh yes, like this is, somebody I had as a mentor. So yeah, that was a really hard one for me to talk about, but how about you guys? How about you, Ellie? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I would say the hardest episode was, uh, the ones we've done recently, which was like the beauty paradox, because I felt like this is like a subject I'm still like struggling with. Um, so it felt like, you know, the other episodes and stuff, it was like, okay, like this is kind of like what our, some tools that I've like done to like overcome or like these are some stories of like me actually dealing with it whereas like I feel like the beauty paradox is something that I'm still very much going through um so I felt like it was more of a vulnerable subject to talk about for me personally um and that being said I found it was very much like I would echo what Yuna was saying and that it was a very healing subject because especially that part in that uh, podcast when we were talking about you know the the beauty feature we admire in each other I felt like that was very um, eye-opening for me because I realized like how many blind spots we have um, at least for me I mean I have blind spots um, and sometimes you just 
like as women, at least, especially for me being a perfectionist, <laughs> um, perfectionistic imposter, I tend to really focus on like flaws, like beauty flaws that I always see. So I think it's just like really, really great. And uh, it was a great episode, but it was a harder episode because it's something I'm still struggling with and haven't figured fully um, out on how to like reconcile some of the, some of, some, some of the own internal kind of conflict I have within terms of beauty. Like there's a part of me that's like oh I don't want to subscribe to these beauty standards I just want to reject them all and then there's this other part of me that's like no like I I need to because it's just the way things are so I think I'm constantly being tugged at like I want this like ideal version of like how I want my mentality to be about beauty and where I currently am is not that. So I just, it allowed me to see that gap a little bit more, which is a little bit uncomfortable, but I think um, that's what this podcast is all about. It's kind of just sharing kind of where we are and hopefully our listeners can, can relate to, to our journey here. Yeah. That's such a beautiful way of illustrating like um, just when you're talking about the gap between like where we want to be, like, the idealized mentality that we want to have and where we are and like you see the gap clearly when you really hash it out and like you talk about it um amongst ourselves right Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like seeing that gap that maybe I think like maybe it helps us to um both accept and to aspire to something different and I think that's a really hard thing to do so I 100% agree that like it's it's it was a difficult um topic for us to talk about and I think it was also really broad like it was an extremely broad topic and um, I actually think it's something that we should bring back um, at at another time so we can maybe talk about it a little bit more I think there's more to it um, that we didn't maybe get to in a in two short episodes Um, and for myself it was interesting um, because my, I think the, the topic that was hardest for me to talk about was um, one of our earlier episodes, the living and integration, which both of you um, have said were your favorite episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting flip side that I have here. And like, in a way, it's not a different perspective, but personally, I found it um, difficult because like, I just felt really extremely vulnerable and but also like very passionate about the subject so I think one part of it was that um like it was still pretty early on and I think I was a little bit in um like oh we have to make this perfect we have to make it so meaningful we have to make it like you know the episode um and it felt really important so just um going through the gravity of that um subject um and just I remember wanting to make it really good and that put a lot of pressure on myself and I think because it was one of our earlier episodes like our dialogue style and like our podcast maybe like flow like was a little bit different so when I listened to it I was like all kind of like getting in my head about like how we have to like fix everything so I think that was um probably where where we or at least for me uh, went through a really steep growth curve um, in terms of just podcasts recording and sharing the stories that are vulnerable to me Um, and also like it forced me to look back at the moments in my life that weren't really my favorites Um, like when I was 
you know, like really struggling and I was trying to find myself. I was trying to fit in. Um, and like going through that experience was stressful. And I remember like as a coping mechanism, I slept a lot during like my teenage years when I had immigrated and was trying to integrate. Um, so it was kind of like my ugly duckling story. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my coping mechanism. Whenever I'm stressed, (laughs) I pretend to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we need to sleep it off. Yeah. Yeah. Sleepovers. (laughs) (laughs) sleepover healing um but definitely I resonate on so many notes that you girls already shared like by sharing the stories I think they became more integrated like in itself they just like became more of my own and like I could almost see that those stories like have less power over me and I have more power in the present moment to do um, the things that I want to do and give power to the things that, um, you know, move me forward and give me meaning and purpose. Um, so definitely it was hard, but it was a great experience. Um, and then I think the third part of it was maybe because I don't, I still don't feel like super integrated with my own life. So I feel like I'm actually still going through the process quite a bit. Um, and maybe this is just my imposter speaking. I don't know, but I'm definitely, I was definitely really, um, kind of shy about sharing it. I was like, you know, like if I don't have it all together perfectly, like, is it even worth sharing? Are people going to like have something valuable out of it? Um, so I do, um, tend to slip into that mindset of like, oh, if it's not perfect, then why even, Father, so I have to remind myself that it's not just about like getting it perfect and being perfect, but it's about like getting that um the messy in between and sharing that and just being, you know, human. <laughs> um I think we grew so yeah, that was I, my yeah, I think we grew a lot. Um sorry. Um just kind of like throughout the episodes too, like um living in integration it was fun but at the same time I think it was a really heavy subject like to start off the podcast (laughs) so the fact that we even talked about it like as like one of the first like three episodes even um yeah like we really went for it I think we like really strived really high and then I think we we got there um but yeah, like loved listening to like all of you guys' stories. And yeah, I think it was like one of those like aha and like a growth moment for everyone, I think. Sure. Um, I think on that note, um, I think we talked about it quite a bit here, but like, I think it's, it's been what, like almost a year that we've been doing the podcast or something, half a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Almost a year now. Like how crazy is it that we're talking about like all these stories? Like I never really imagined myself like telling or like talking about like my stories and having like a platform, like our podcast to do it and actually like publishing it. So like if I actually go on Spotify or if I go on Apple podcast, like I actually find our podcast and like we like I listen to like our stories so it's like crazy to think that we now have like this avenue um and also like obviously like you guys like having friends to like share this moment with and I think 
I think, you know, like one of your friends said it, like she was like very envious that, you know, you have a group of friends that you can even share these experiences with and kind of be on the same like wavelength um, and be vulnerable together. So like just having kind of that friendship. And I, I think personally, like our friendship grew quite deeper um, on like different levels, I think, um, not just like very um, like outer like what is that word like not it's not superficial like our friendships yeah like our friendships like not superficial like it's just based on a lot of deep foundation now just based on the stories that we've shared together so I really like that and I'm excited to kind of continue that journey with you girls yeah no I completely agree I just feel like one of the things when I was reflecting back on our year was just like how much gratitude I feel to have you girls like in my life and to have this like platform that we can share our stories and and to just feel comfortable enough to even share these stories and to have so many points that we can relate on and like um even though I obviously have known you girls both for like you know a couple years um you know I feel like the stories and the subjects we've talked about are so different um from like what you would have in a normal like casual dinner date conversation you know they're 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 topics that I think require a lot more um depth of like maybe even (coughs) pre-contemplation so I think even just that and just having like obviously um the prep work leading up to it and just real and then and then and then kind of having that synergistic process of like having all our uh, pre-contemplative thoughts and coming together and sharing that and creating that like almost like fusion effect <laughs> um, has been just really like wonderful to be part of and it's just been really enjoyable and I love how like organic it's been like it's always nothing has been like arduous it's always been like really enjoyable and like one thing that's really surprised me throughout this whole process was like how much I was able to actually turn off that perfectionistic part of me um, so like one of the things uh, I remember before was like I I wanted to start like a podcast of, uh, for myself, like for um, like some of my physio stuff. And I couldn't get started because I was such a perfectionistic, perfectionistic, perfectionist. I can't even say it. Perfectionist about like everything I would record. And like when I was editing it, I couldn't like it would take me like I'm not even joking, like four hours to record it, uh, like edit an episode because I was such a perfectionist. So that was one of my worries going into this podcast because I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can shut that part of me off. But I think the process of us like doing it together and uh, making it more conversational and also making it a lot more like close to home with our stories has been so authentic and so organic that I'm almost like, I love when there's imperfections, like in a way, because I'm like, that's what makes it so great. And that's what makes it so organic. And that's what makes it kind of create these like side conversations that might go off of something that we never even realized or conversations that come up, we, we didn't even plan for. So, I mean, I've just really enjoyed that process and turning that little inner critic off um, through, through the podcast um, and, and having, content that's actually out there and being able to hopefully add value value to our listeners um and and on that note also i feel like um this whole podcasting experience in terms of from a growth uh perspective has helped me realize that you know um the goalpost is always moving so like i feel like you know um even though i strive for that perfection and i'm striving for certain things in my life um 
realizing that we don't have to have it all figured out. And it's really that process that makes it really valuable. And I think this whole podcasting experience of taking time to reflect and share our stories has, has made that process so much more enjoyable and like meaningful and has um, provided an avenue of ref- reflection that's a lot more different than journaling. Um, because I think it provides that real-time validation and real-time kind of perspective shift that you don't get quite as the same way uh, when you're just um, engaging in in introspective activity. Um, How about you, Yuna? Well, yeah, like, I've never (laughs) thought about it that way. (laughs) Like, real-time feedback. Um, And for me, personally, I think just to add on to that note is, like, the process of, like, me being, like, oh, my God, like, sometimes I'd be, like, behind the scenes, oh, my God, can we post this? Or, like, is this appropriate? Like, is this good enough? And then, like, you girls being, like, uh, very validating through that process of, like, me experiencing, like, self-criticism and, like, self-doubt and, like, judgment and I think those were also like very special moments for me, like during the production of being like, well, like, you know, we can talk about it and we can, um, we can edit it, we can tweak it, we can redo it. But ultimately, like, you know, um, just kind of like holding, um, like that, holding that, like the support of like almost like holding hands a little bit. Um, and I think that has been tremendously helpful. And yeah, I agree. It has been like such a special way to bond with you guys. And I'd have to say this friendship is turning to something truly, really special. Oh, and like in terms of the growth moments, I think um, something that felt really great to me is that like we envisioned this process, like we thought about it and then we started talking about it like back in like March. And then like we started jotting down the ideas and then we started kind of like making our notes and then we eventually like made our intro and then we did it like I don't know like 17 times and then we eventually like made it come (laughs) alive so I think that process of like that creative process of envisioning and like producing it and being able to like keep going on like new ideas like new stories new connections I think that was something that was tremendously growth inducing for me absolutely Um, and as we and as we turn the page to 2022 what are you guys looking forward to the most um I'm looking forward to um continuing the growth mindset in every aspect of my life um in work in like friendships in like relationships like everything I just want to feel something. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to feel something. I want to feel like growth. So I want to try new things or like come to a realization, like a ha ha moment again, like next year. I don't know what it's going to be, but um, something along those lines. And then I think for a podcast kind of, um, you know, as we've been doing this year, but like creating more exciting content um, that we can reach out to more <laughs> listeners. Um, and hopefully we can, you know, reach out to more listeners and get their feedback.
Yeah. Um, for me, I think I am looking to, again, like TK, get more personal insights and develop like that sense of mental resilience. I think this podcast has really supported um, me kind of developing more paradigms of thoughts or more um, thought processes, or even what we were talking about with the imposter syndrome, just having different ways of thinking about, you know, and, and validating maybe certain experiences I might be going through on a day-to-day level. And I think um, developing more of that integrated perspective, I think that's still a journey. And I think, um, you know, as we continue to grow older, <laughs> I think there's going to be new challenges, um, new, new experiences that, that come our way that maybe we're pulled uh, from, from different, like, values or pulled from different cultures and and it might be confusing to navigate and it's just really uh nice to have uh this platform in which to share that and to hopefully navigate it together and i think that's what this process is all about older and wiser ellie older and wiser (laughs) yes exactly i'm only seven years old (laughs) (laughs) exactly and i think for this podcast i mean i think the 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 vision is i mean i hope in 2022 we continue to be i know deliver raw and just really authentic content to our listeners and hopefully kind of i think it's good to show that you know that we're not perfect and that hopefully in that imperfection our listeners can really relate to us and um it can provide valuable insight in their own lives or or validate parts of their experience and 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 that's my hope for 2022 is that we can provide that mentorship or or insight insight to as many people as possible yeah I love that cheers to that virtual cheers <laughs> virtual <Blink>. cheers <laughs> as, as usual I actually have a drink yes like always <laughs> so I'm you can always count on TK usual. to have a drink in her hand <laughs> of some kind looking so chic <laughs> Um, for me, I think you girls summed it up so beautifully. Um, but for me to add on to that, I think for the podcast, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, probably explore like different aspects of like what else is there in terms of the Korean Canadian culture, um, and how that affects us and how it affects like our next generation and just sharing my own experiences and I do want to find like more ways to maybe connect with our listeners a little bit better and get feedback so that we can kind of have this relationship with our listeners, which we currently um, like don't have a formal way of doing that. So um, kind of looking at the demographics and doing a little bit of research on like those types of things, like maybe a little bit of strategizing is something that I look forward to doing in order to connect um, and personally, like just to find a stronger and more integrated self with every passing day as we grow older. <laughs> Old, older uh, and wiser, wiser. as we become harmonies together. <laughs> That's the goal. We, That's the we goal. already know that Ellie's best year gonna be 77, her <laughs> favorite numbers. <laughs> yes, I got many years left. Let's go. I'm gonna show up with Soju. <laughs> Uh. so on that note we 
just like to thank our listeners for you know sticking with us through our podcasting episodes we really obviously appreciate you our listeners and hopefully you um found that this episode was just a valuable reflection on the past year uh it's our time together and don't forget to give us a follow at what would on you say we love you guys all and uh look forward to recording more episodes for you guys Thank you.